Listeners, viewers, your dream has come true. You're going to see A-Train and Super E. So don't adjust your dials. You're not looking at a heavy set Ted Lasso. You're not looking at a uh, stocky Charles Manson. Who's Ted Lasso? It's A-Train and Super E. Huh? Who's Ted Lasso again? It's been, you know what? The the uh, the viewers will know who it is. Okay, it's a show. Right. He's a, he's like a football coach who goes and and is a, a soccer coach in England, and he's got a cheesy mustache and got wears it. sweats. So, all right. So here's the deal. So we are doing these video podcasts because of listener demand, because they insisted. Okay on looking at A-Train and Super E. Isn't that right, Super E? Been for A-Train. So here's what I think. I think with these video podcasts, I think we're going to really bump the the off-script with Super E Empire up, okay? I think, I think so. we're going to go from – I think we're going to go from three listeners to six. It'll be an onslaught of new listeners. Yeah, right, exactly. So anyway, listeners, viewers, if uh, after the these experimental videos, you look at them and you decide, no, we don't want to see them, see you guys anymore, you let us know. Ten four. I don't think that's that's not going to be the case with a couple couple guys, eye candy like us. Yeah, they'll get diabetes. Yeah, come on. All right, well, let, hey, super e. I see you're out in your garage. You're doing some uh, some work on the car. What are you doing? No, I'm doing some projects, making some Christmas presents. Um, no. Yes. It's you're like an elf. A very low-rent elf. A very hairy elf. Yes, exactly. Well, have you thought of an interesting tale to tell our viewers and listeners? Well, I'm going to do another one about my premonitions. Remember how I talked about I had premonitions, like when I got shot and all that? Well, yes, I had another I had another premonition. Uh, me, Roxy, Mac Daddy, those were my partners at the time. We were eating okay. lunch at the Lawn John Silvers. And when we go in, um, you know, you have to uh, walk down the little thing and pick out what you want or whatever and uh the dude that was cooking he was about i don't know six 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 seven big tall dude and you know remember this was like 10 or 11 years after it was popular he had the greasiest jerry curl i couldn't tell if he dipped his head in the grease batter or what and i was looking at him and it all of a sudden it just hit my brain I'll buy dope from this guy. This guy's going to sell me dope. And I was like, in my head, I was thinking, what the hell is that? It was just like a a jolt to my brain. It's like I, I envisioned it. Okay, and, uh, so let me, so, hey, Super E, so in some previous episodes, you've, you've had these premonitions before, right? Yeah, yes. Okay, so you think maybe you got just a little, bit of psychic ability just a little bit is that what you tell us? huh yeah okay so when you when you go up a little bit of Kreskin, uh so when you go up to order 
from this dude at the Long John Silvers, you something pops in your head. I'm going to buy dope from this guy. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah, it was the cook. He he was cooking some. He turned around to put it in, like, you know, the little tray thing or whatever. As soon as he turns around, yeah. I look at him. He looks at me. And that's when it hit me. Me and this big, tall, six foot six, greasy hair, Jerry Curl guy. He's going to sell me dope. And it was weird. So I whisper over to Roxy. I said, I think this guy might be a dope dealer. I think he's going to sell me dope. And she goes, what? she just laughed it off. She said, you're crazy. Laughed it off. So, man, I couldn't okay. help, you know, keep thinking. It was playing in my head. This dude was going to sell me crack cocaine. Didn't know when. That's so weird. we eat our Long John Silver's, which I do enjoy Long John Silver's fish. Yeah. Um, we yeah. go back to our office. And somebody, you know, that takes the phone calls of citizens complaints. They call down there. They tell me, super eat. There's a, a lot of citizen complaints of uh, open-air drug dealing at the apartment complex down there on Carson. I was like, okay. They said they're selling it on the west side of the building on the most south unit. Because I think there was like two or three units. And so I'm like, okay. Because I'd been there numerous times and I knew exactly where they were talking about. Mm-hmm. So what the plan was, it was I was going to go in in an undercover car and uh, see if I could buy some dope. And then I would um, get a good description of who it was. And then we'd have some uniform guys go in and just get out casually, act like they were there for something else. But then if they could see the person that I described, they would lock them up for dealing dope. We'd call that a buy bust. Mm-hmm. Because they, uh, right. the 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 people above me, they wanted action now. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll give it a try. We'll see right. what we can do. You can only try. So, right. Um, I get in the undercover car, and my backup can only get so close because these people have lookouts, so they can't get too close. So, I know I got like a hundred dollars with me. I get in one of the crummy ass undercover cars. And I drive to the area where they said the guys were standing outside selling crack cocaine to people that were just driving up in cars. So as I'm pulling yeah. up, I'm pulling up to where I see a bunch of people standing, and I held up my finger. I held up that I wanted two. You know, you went like this. That means okay. I wanted two rock. That would be like $40. Right. So the person that see, that's standing around, he sees that I want two. He motions over to another guy. He goes, hey. This dude wants two. This dude gets out of the car. He comes walking up. This dude is six foot six. Unbelievably 30 weight, greasy haired, jerry curl. It's the same guy from the Lawn John Silvers. In, in, in my head, I'm like, you know, I want to go, holy shit, you're the guy from Lawn John Silvers. I knew it. You're a drug dealer. But, you know, he had to keep it cool. I'm like, in, inside, I'm going, holy fucking shit, you're a drug dealer. I'm Kreskin, but on the outside, I'm just like, hey, what's up? And so he comes up, he hands me two rocks of crack cocaine. I hand him the 40 bucks. You know, we nod, thanks, thanks, take it easy. I said, I'll see you probably pretty soon. He's like, all right. He gets back in whatever piece of shit vehicle he was sitting in. So I drive off and I get on the radio and I tell him, hey, it's the dude from the Long John Silvers. But I was like, 
don't try to go in now because they're just going to run yeah. off. We're not going to be able to catch them. You've got to actually right. surprise them. The uniform guys can't pull up in a car. They'll know it a mile away. So I said, let's head back to the right. office and make a plan. So we go back to the office and we get these two guys, Johnny and Danny. And, you know, these are uniform guys that are solid. You can really depend on to do a good job. So right. we're, we're talking about, it. I said, man, we got to be able to surprise these guys. But then when you get, when you get out, I want them to know exactly that it's uniform officers because I don't want, you know, Manson looking bums like me jumping out saying, Hey, you're under arrest because a, a reasonable person would run away and we don't want that. Yeah. So I thought, how can I get the uniforms right up on them? And then be able to spring out our surprise trap on them and be able to take mm -hmm. the six foot six greasy hair dude down. So I'm Go looking ahead. around like, how can we do this? I thought, well, if we put these two guys in our shitty ass, you know, Ford, what it was, I think it was like a little Ford probe. You remember those little pieces of shit okay. boys that were real small? Yeah. They could barely yeah. fit the in probe. Front. Yeah. And uh, so I thought, well, you know what? But as soon as they get up on them, they're going to see that they're in uniform. I thought, what am I going to do? Then I looked over and I see these two big novelty sombreros that we got from Cinco de Mayo celebration. Two great big sombrero hats that were the novelty okay. guys. <laughs> yeah. So it would be perfect. And, of course, Johnny and Danny, they were down for anything. A lot of guys would say, oh, I'm not wearing that. They were like, fuck it. They put them on. These look great. So we go out, me, Roxy, and Mac Daddy, we're where you can see, and I could see the big greasy hair guys now standing outside, my premonition dude, you know, that I was able to see into the future. He's yes. standing right outside there, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to work perfect, just as long as I can get up on him and surprise him. So I tell Johnny and Danny, drive in in that fucking piece of shit pro, and they got their novelty sombreros <laughs> And they drive around the apartment. I don't hear any whistling from the lookouts. You know, they're not arousing any it's... suspicion. I think they're arousing bewilderment and curiosity. Because I know all the lookouts are like going, what the fuck is inside that car? So anyways, I see the pro, I see the junkie pro pull up on my dude and the, his little hanger-ons. And I can see that they're looking at the probe and then they're looking inside it because they're looking at the novelty sombreros, but they can't see who's driving because these hats are so big. So Danny and Johnny pull right up on him and jump out. And these, these guys, the suspects, are frozen because they don't know what's going on. They're stunned by what they're seeing. These they, Their eyes are focused on the big foam sombreros. And then Danny and Johnny rip them off. It's actually us, uniform police officers under arrest. And they still stood there motionless. And they just run up and grab the dude because everybody else was like five foot five. And he's six foot six. And he's the only one with the fucking right. And And uh, they snatch him up. I don't know how they did it, but they got him in the, they doubled him up and got him in the backseat of that probe. And away they went. And, you know, there was no, uh, no kind of fighting, no running, no nothing. It was just as smooth as can be. Everything went perfectly well, just like I envisioned it. Okay. Okay. I got to, I got to, 
go back and ask a couple questions if I can. Go ahead. So, all right. So you're in the Long John Silvers. You're just on lunch with Roxy and somebody else with you. I can't remember. Okay, Mac Daddy. So you go order and you see the cook in there, the big tall guy with the jerry curl. And you get a premonition that I'm going to buy dope from this guy. Right? Exactly. It was like that Christopher Walken movie where if he touched somebody, he saw the future. Right. Okay. So did you tell Roxy there that, hey, I'm going to buy dope from that guy yes, in the I, Long John? Yes. I said, this guy, this guy's a dope dealer. I think I'm going to buy dope from him. And she just looked at me like, you're stupid. <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me eat my hush puppy. So, you know, so, she didn't okay. give any thought about it. So after lunch, you go back to the office and that's when this citizen complaint comes in. Yeah. About uh, the about people selling dope in the projects or whatever. Yeah, down on Carson Avenue. The phone call comes in. It was like a a, a series of perfect coincidences. And, and this is all the same day. Yeah, it's like it's like within okay. a couple of hours. Okay, that is, boy, that is creepy. So after you ended up locking up the the tall guy, was Roxy like? You're, you're, you're a psychic. What would she say? She was just, she just couldn't believe it. And I said, never doubt me ever again. <laughs> never I, doubt Super E. Yes. And I predict in the future, you will buy all my lunches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So second question. So after you bought the dope from him and then you go back to the office, you're setting up your um, takedown plan. And so you're going to have these two uniform officers go in in an undercover car. And so as you're making your plan, you see these sombreros. They're hanging up on the wall in the office. Is that right? Right. Okay. And you decide, hey, put these on. Exactly. Okay. So these two uniform officers roll into the projects in their uniform, but they got these big sombreros on. Correct. Okay. And so as they're pulling in the lookouts, they they let them go in because they're like, well, there's two dudes in sombreros, right? How, how could that be? That's not the police, right? Exactly. They were so confused. They were confused into inaction. Right. Wow. Okay, and so they go in, and they and they jump out of the car. <laughs> did did they rip their sombreros off, or did they keep them on when they when they locked him up? Do you think? No, no, they jumped out and they had the sombreros on. And my six foot six dope dealing suspect was like bending down, like, "What is going on?" He was looking at him, and then they just rip off the sombreros. Oh, it is we actually uniform police officers. Jury curl dude, you're under oh. arrest. Okay. The, I mean, that is, um, I mean, that story is, is it has so many things going on. It has your premonition, which is kind of, kind of freaky, dude. I'm not going to lie. And then the whole, it just comes to you. Listen, put these sombreros on, roll in there, grab him. That's nuts. Exactly. 
exactly. And 11 years later, I had another premonition. It was like a movie playing in my head. And then the next day, okay. it happened exactly the way I thought it would. So so these premonitions, they've happened a, a few times in your career. Yes, they have. They've happened uh, several times. Didn't you also have a premonition right before you got shot? Yes. You, for, you knew you were going to get shot. For, I mean, it was like, for like a week and a half, I thought, I'm going to get shot because we were uh, working on this complaint house. And yeah. it took me about a week. And then I thought, man, I'm going to get shot. I'm going to get shot on this. And uh, mm-hmm. sure enough, I, and it was funny because when we were going up to the house, I had like 10 uniform officers assisting, 10 detectives. Mm-hmm. They're all racing up to the house. I drove up the raid van. I just get out and I'm walking up real casual thinking, yep, today's the day. Yep, I think I'm going to get shot as soon as I go in here. And then when Big Steve hit wow. that door, I went running in yeah. there. Sure enough, it happened. So, okay. You know, we we did an audio podcast of that incident where you got shot. Listeners, um, maybe we should do that one again on video. Let, uh, listeners, viewers, let us know if you want to see that one. And we'll... Uh, We'll put that one on video because that that was a uh, that was a scary, pretty fascinating episode. Yeah, I got, um, everything got a little dicey. Yes, yes, but look, you survived. I'm still look at you. Is. You're sitting right there, knocking on. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, listen, uh, man, that was a good one, Super E. Uh, Thank I enjoyed you, that. Man. I hope everybody else. I hope everybody else did. So, all right. Well, Super, get ready for our empire to go from here to here. All right. We're going to go from because $7 to $23. Yes. Three right. listener viewers to six. I mean, we've, we're going to double. We're going to double our uh, our viewership. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Listen, we're going to come back with another one. Uh, you all have a great day. Everybody have a great day. All right. See you, Supreme. See ya. Bye.